Fifth time out. Back at it again for the fifth time. I'm going to be coming uh, to you guys with a lot of various topics today again. I like to call it a multi-flavor uh, topics. Uh, just hitting on a lot of different things. I don't have not one thing that's uh, really uh, bothering me at all. You know, I got other topics uh, that I'll get to uh, as I as I record. But today I'm just going to start off with um, Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going to grind my gears out about Aaron Rodgers. So we got the news that he's going to be coming and he's going to be letting the Packers know what his next move is. And for the life of me, man, I cannot wrap around my head how we have just accepted being a great quarterback but not getting the job done but holding all the power to be able to decide if you're going to help a franchise to continue to move forward or leave the franchise and do whatever it is you think that you want to do. I just I just can't wrap that around my head. And the guy is so unsuccessful in the postseason. And all I keep hearing is how great he is and what all he can do and what he didn't have. I just don't understand that. I wish I could get people to help me understand that. LeBron James elevated players around him. Yeah, he needed to get people at some point, but his talent elevated people around him. Aaron Rodgers, he complains. He doesn't elevate. I've never seen a player with so much talent scratch that. You have seen players with talent like that. We've seen Dan Marino. The man with the golden arm who took Miami to the Super Bowl, I believe his first year, second year. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, but wasn't able to get it done. And matter of fact, never got back there again. And he had some pretty good teams, but he was in the error. Wow, it, it was a lot of great teams during the time that uh Miami was playing, and they did have some good teams. But you had the Bears, um, Giants, San Francisco. Yeah, he was playing playing in a really tough uh, era to be able to get back to the Super Bowl and constantly compete. I can I can say that looking at that uh, visually. Yeah, it was pretty tough, but just. I just don't understand Aaron Rodgers and the way that everyone is just so obsessed with the quarterback that in my mind, I thought the the whole idea is to win championships, but he's on this mission to make sure his teammate gets paid. So again, you know, it just seems to be about money. 
It don't seem to be about what's best for the team, about winning championships. They're going to go back and say, again, focusing on the past when that's not important. You 37, 38 years old, why wouldn't be the most important thing is to win championships? Why do we have to go on this big charade again where you're talking to your best friend or one of your good friends trying to, you know, help him and, and by only going on his show because you don't like how people criticize and say things about you? Again, a thin skin, not a thick skin. Because as a competitor, you shouldn't really care what anybody says. Because in the end, the number one thing that helps you individually as a person is your play on the field. Now, I would be all on Aaron Rodgers' side if the past two years he's gotten to the Super Bowl. He just haven't won. But no, he's being eliminated How are you calling somebody a goat that has been to the Super Bowl one time? I say that I say it all, all the time, man. It's about your legacy. It's about championships, not about the regular season. Drew Brees, all the records, all the yards, all those teams he had only got to one Super Bowl. Great quarterback. Brett Favre, a lot of stats. Great Green Bay quarterback. Got to two Super Bowls. One, one, lost one. Tom Brady. We don't even have to say his name. We already know. Because he has seven rings. John Elway. Two rings. Peyton Manning. Two rings. Eli Manning, two rings. Big Ben Roethlisberger, two rings. Troy Aikman, three rings. Joe Montana, four rings. These are who we're calling greats. And I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers is not a great. But what matters is championships. If you talk to every sport, that's what everyone says. Championships. And it's garbage to constantly keep accepting mediocre results when you get an opportunity to go to championships, especially when you have the tools to get there. And it's always hearkening back to what wasn't given and not what's in front 
here and today. This is the narrative. This is what's always on the talk show. Well, Aaron didn't have a, the Packers wasted this and stay on the narrative of what's of the here and now. We can talk about a lot of past things with a lot of different teams and what a lot of different teams didn't have. If we wanted to, we could talk about what LeBron didn't have and why he couldn't get over the hump against the Boston Celtics when he was having those uh, Cavalier teams where you couldn't believe that he was able to elevate the players around and get to a finals with that particular Cleveland team. But he did. That was amazing. He sprinkled confidence. He became a leader. And he had to do whatever he had to do to move the needle to start working on the process to get in his ring. But the narrative of someone being the greatest, that narrative belongs with somebody that has multiple championships. They had an opportunity to win championships, and when that opportunity was there, took advantage of it. Whenever you had a roster in which you could win a championship or someone utters the word that they have enough to win a championship, you should be able to win a championship. If your skill level is higher than your opponent's, you should be able to win a championship. But Aaron Rodgers seems to continuously get a pass. And again, I like Aaron Rodgers, but you have to perform. All I'm hearing on on the radio and on TV is how he's going to be the highest paid quarterback and how he is the best option for the Green Bay Packers. So once he gets paid, Once Devontae gets paid and he begins to give you the same results, then what? Since this is what everybody does, they hypothetically like to make the assumption. They move ahead. We don't throw in there that anything can happen. Aaron can get hurt. Devontae can get hurt. And now you got two $50 million players sitting on the sideline with injuries. It's possible. It's football. It's a vicious sport. Let's keep it 100. That's why I say you have to let the game be played and stop making predictions. I'm not a prophet. We're not prophets. (laughs) We can't predict what's going to happen. The exciting thing about sports Uh, TV and radio is that all that's really all you do you can flip and flop because who's the flavor of the week one minute you with one team the next minute 
If the team ain't doing so well, well, you're not with that team. Jumping, jumping ship is what I say. I just really don't understand, man. But I'm going to be like everybody else. I'm going to watch and see how things play out. But Aaron, at this moment in time, needs to be held accountable for play. Quarterback play. Because in the end, he has the ball in his hands more than anybody. He's dictating more than anybody where the ball is going. I don't have Aaron Rodgers as a top five quarterback. Top five quarterbacks are quarterbacks with multiple championships. And he's not there yet. He is a great regular season quarterback. No doubt. Arm talent. No doubt. It's, that's undeniable. We see that. No one can deny that. No one can deny the regular season magic. Beautiful. The one time we see Aaron play at a decent level in the playoffs I, I, is the run where he won the Super Bowl. They had a pretty decent team. But staying in the here and now, he didn't have that the past two years. I'm not giving Aaron Rodgers a pass. Because you know why? They didn't give Peyton Manning a pass. They didn't give Brett Favre a pass. You are held accountable when you are the key to the ignition. When you are getting all the accolades of how great you are, you have to show people how great you are. All the greats do it. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. All the greats elevate their game. And when you have a championship team or a possibility of a championship team, most of the greats on those teams rise to the occasion and win multiple championships. Last year, that's all I could hear is the Packers uh, being the favorite to come out the NFC and the year before that as well. Packers defense had to take it on the chin when Aaron Rodgers was scared to run the ball in in the game against Tampa Bay, where it was a straight line run, at least attempt. He decided to throw the ball to Devontae Adams. Is that the play of a high-level transcending quarterback in the playoffs? No. That's the play of a quarterback that got a little shook. And it's understandable. He was going against a good defense. But sometimes great quarterbacks go against great defenses. Who's going to elevate their game, the defense or the quarterback? 
Eli Manning had a great defense, but he had to make throws. When he played in them two Super Bowls, he had to make throws. And he was able to elevate himself against Tom Brady. Who many consider the GOAT as a quarterback. Not as a football player, like some sportscasters like to say that he is the greatest NFL player of all time. That is a just ball face lie. It really is. But you have to elevate your game in championships moments. I do not care when I'm sitting here watching these NBA uh, highlights of players that are great, that don't have championships. And then when they get in the playoffs, they don't show up. Man, listen, that's entertainment. I'm looking at a player like LeBron. He don't care about it, that he scored 54 points. He's trying to figure out how he's going to get these Lakers in the playoffs. How he's going to have to put them on his back and carry them to the playoffs because he don't have the confidence of not even Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. Every time I see Anthony Davis shoot a jump shot, I'm scared he's going to hurt himself because most of his injuries are non-contact. And Anthony Davis is a great player, but he just can't stay healthy. And they just have a scrambled puzzle. Where they just putting pieces anywhere. But the one consistent is LeBron James at 37 years old. But you think he worried about, oh, how unbelievable it is that he scored. Man, LeBron is wired differently, man. That's why this man is going place to place where he has the opportunity to win championships. Because he's concerned about his legacy. He don't care about regular season stats. At this point in time in his career. Because he's know he's already going to get all them stats. He want the hardware to go with that. And any uber competitive person, their mindset is on championships and making sure they have the pieces around them to win. That's why I didn't have a problem with Kevin Durant when he left and went to Golden State. How everybody will try to say, that's a weak move. What? I'm scratching my head. Oh, because he played on the team that lost to the team is a weak move. Not that the team that he was on, he just thought that he couldn't do it with the roster that he had. And I'm, I know I'll, I'll get some blowback because they were up 3-1. They should have won that. But he had a choice if he wanted to stay or leave. And he decided his personal choice was he wanted to leave. And he chose where he wanted to go because, again, he was focused on his legacy. That man don't care about people calling it a weak move. He don't even blink. You hear me? He don't even blink. The man went over there and led them to two back-to-back championships. And believe me, when he got hurt that third time around, 
and they, they bark all that stuff about, oh, oh, he had to go somewhere where it was a guarantee. No, nah, bruh, if it was a guarantee when he got hurt and that team was so cold when he got hurt, they would have won the championship. They were begging and courting Kevin Durant to come to Golden State because they knew they weren't going to be able to beat that LeBron James team that just came back on them down 3-1. And that was supposed to be the so-called greatest team of all time. Huh. You ain't the greatest team of all time, like Michael said. You got the best record, regular season record. Now go get the ring. Because you do all that to lose. You do all that to lose. Regular season don't matter. That's why Mike spit those words. The words were biblical. You got the regular season record, now go get the ring. New England Patriots, you got the regular season undefeated record. Miami Dolphins, no-name defense. They completed it. Tom Brady and them didn't complete it. And you talk to Tom, he'll tell you. He'll tell you himself. Tom is uber competitive. He wants to win. It was never about him being the higher paid this or that. See, that's a title. And if you cool with the title, then that's how that's 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 what it's always going to be about. You think about all the greats, man, that have multiple championship, uber competitive, man. And then you just have players, man, that don't care. It's not about that. They don't have the passion. Every player who's getting paid all that money should always come back in the greatest shape of their life and always be mentally ready to go to help their team win a championship. You should never disrespect your fan base and be out of shape at any point in time. So I'm never wild when I hear about players pouring millions into their body. You're supposed to be, do that. You're getting paid $35 million. I would believe some of that money is going to go into your body as far as conditioning is concerned. But being a great is about championships. Yes, he has a championship, Aaron Rodgers. But so does Drew Brees. So does Nick Foles. So does Jim McMahon. And I'm not comparing. I'm just naming quarterbacks that have a ring. Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, two great quarterbacks, both got one ring. You don't think Drew was trying to get another ring? He understands the importance of getting another ring. It don't take him away from being a Hall of Famer. But when you want to be called the greatest of all time and you have you have had opportunities to get rings. And your play alone stopped it. Because you couldn't throw up no more points. Then that sounds like a pressure problem. A pressure problem. I'm not a quarterback, so I wouldn't know. I just watch and I see. If someone is saying this person is that person, then I'm expecting to watch that. One thing about Tom Brady is that everybody knows if you give him the ball with the last seconds, you're screwed. Almost came back to beat 
The Rams, 44 years old, seven to eight years older than Aaron Rodgers. But every time he touches that ball, and a lot of those New England teams, solid defenses, yes. But offensive, no. Them, some of them Super Bowls were close. When he took on the greatest show on turf, that was a close game. That was a close game. A lot of those games where they won by field goal kicks, those wasn't shootouts. Tom had to make big throws in big moments. And he was able to do that to set up Vinatieri. But then then Tom started not needing a kicker because his confidence grew as his legacy grew. And you can just tell the difference between elite quarterback play and that's points shoddy quarterback play just off a few bad decisions. When I think about that Philadelphia game where T.O. was playing with a broken leg just about and how they were, that, that, that game was so good. Philly could have won that game. But you know what? Donovan McNabb, I love Donovan McNabb. You know what Donovan McNabb decided to do at the biggest moment? He decided not to use his greatest weapons that he had at his disposal. Donovan, we know you can throw. Donovan refused to run the ball when he had opportunity. And in that game, you see it. Some of those things, if he just would have took off. I believe Philadelphia could have won that Super Bowl if Donovan wouldn't have been so caught up with trying to be a pocket passer. You in the Super Bowl, bro. It don't matter right now whether you think people think see you as a pocket passer or not or just a running quarterback. It seemed like that was his mindset. I got to prove. You ain't got to prove nothing. You're trying to get a ring. And T.O. said his opinions. He thought the, the moment got too big for him. Now, that's telling you something. And it just seems like Aaron Rodgers, the moment gets too big. Championships is what define all the players. But most players and most, most people are in it for the money. Always in it for the money. And you could tell the players that that's, folk, that's focused on their game, that's focused on getting better. I watched Tyler Hero play in the playoffs in the bubble, and you had players calling him a bubble player. Did you see him whine? Man, Tyler Hero took that as motivation. That's what great players do. Tyler Hero wasn't totally focused, something he admitted on his admitted himself. What did Tyler Hero do? Tyler Hero went back and worked on his game. Tyler Hero got back and got better. Now Tyler Hero is respected. Look what he's doing this year, 20 points. The brother about to get paid. But you know that he wants to get better. 
He wants to win a championship. He takes offense to everything. That's what a player do. You don't go on TV and whine or you don't complain what this team ain't doing. You take control of your destiny. And the way that he can take control of his destiny is getting better. And if a team is not willing to help him to get better or provide a team around him so he can also not only show up in big moments, but have a team around him where you can win a championship. That is the job of an organization is to field a championship team. And I don't knock uh, players for leaving a situation if the team is not doing all they can to win a championship. That's why I never had a problem. Uh, well, I used to have a problem with LeBron James doing that, but as I sat back and got a little wiser, I, I understood. I understood what his mission was and what he was chasing. Kevin Durant, that move was 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 the greatest move for him because he went and got two championships and he was the MVP of both of them. And the Golden State Warriors would not have won that ring without Kevin Durant. And they knew it. That's why they went out and got him. And when they had a, they had an opportunity to prove that they could have won that ring without him when he got hurt, they lost. And what did everybody say? Yeah, man, if Kevin Durant was there, they would have beat Toronto. I'll say it's a high probability, but we don't know for sure. We don't know for sure. But back to players and getting that title of a, as being a, a great player, but you don't have the resume to go with it. I look at Russ. Russ won a Super Bowl and he lost a Super Bowl, but he got to a second Super Bowl. When he had a team and an opportunity to get there. Now, is it on him when, when play calls are made? No. It's not. That play down there at the goal line, that play was actually a good play. But you know what? The defensive player at that time who picked off that play, I can't think of his name. He said, on film, he seen that that was a play that liked to be ran a lot by them. He seen it when watching film. Because, see, that's what Belichick does. Do your job. Watch film. Everybody do your job. And that's why Belichick makes sure he have the players that fit his system that's going to do their job. And when that play came, that quarterback already knew. That's why he was able to jump it. If he wasn't studying, he wasn't putting in the work due to Belichick making sure that happened, that probably was a touchdown, and that was a Seattle Super Bowl. Now, should Seattle have ran the ball? Yeah. Is it a guarantee he would have got in just because he's a power running back? It's no guarantee. We didn't see goal line stands before. But was it a higher probability? Yes, it was. But that was a decision that they wanted to make. At that moment, at that high level uh, moment, a defensive player rose to the occasion and he picked off the play. Butler, that's his name. His last name is Butler. Forgot his first name. 
But he rose to the occasion and picked off that plast because he studied. The championship season is coming up now with basketball. Everybody jockeying for position. Man, listen. The playoffs is where we find out the pretenders and who's real. All these dress rehearsals? Nah. Nah. Hey, when it's time, it's your time to get up in front of the stage and it's your turn to perform. <laughs> Bruh. You got to perform. Because uh, all the dress rehearsal is the regular season. Every single team, all these 50, 50 point scores by individuals, great. Beautiful. Outstanding. LeBron, beautiful. Beautiful. Djokovic, beautiful. Jason Tatum, beautiful. All the points. Oh, man, highlight reels. Duncan. You ask any of those NBA players, John Moran, any of those young players that are killing, what's the goal? What's the goal? Everybody say the same thing. Championship. When you got the money financially already, at that point, the only thing left is the championships, is to win rings. You do not care about the individual stuff. You done been there, done that. Some of these players get that individual glory early, but some of the players come in with the, with the thirst and the hunger for a championship immediately. A la LeBron James, out the gate, that man was coming for, for championships and legacy. And he made sure that he had the pieces around him to get that when he went through his ups and downs and his trials and tribulations in the beginning. Because he sure enough went through some trials and tribulations to get to the point to where he is now, where he is in control, where he dictates his future. And that's great. Every player should be able to dictate their future. Talk about super teams. There's always been super teams. Talk about it was weak for Kevin Durant to go to Golden State. No, it wasn't. Then we can just make the comment that it was weak for uh, LeBron James, uh, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh to link up. They all got together and linked up. Man, that Miami team was ridiculous. The Heatles, stop it. Every town they went to, they was destroying teams. They were the men in black. They was the villain, and they loved it. LeBron James himself said he, 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 he wanted to put together a team that could beat the Boston Celtics. Did he join the Boston Celtics? No, there was a rival, a rivalry. He didn't want to go play over there with them. Kevin Durant looked at his situation, man, I'm trying to get a ring and start my legacy. He don't have to look at it, look at everything like 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 everybody else, just like the man rule. The man rule is you don't usually talk to your friend's uh, ex-girlfriend. Everybody don't look at that point of view. Everybody don't have that same point of view. You should, but you don't. It's just like in basketball. You shouldn't go. Jordan is not going to go play with Larry. Magic is not going to go play with Bird. 
Jordan is not going to go play with Isaiah. But those were fierce rivalries. Man, uh, OKC and Golden State wasn't no fierce rivalry like those rivalries. There wasn't no chippy series where it was a lot of physicality and back and forth where the players hated each other. Man, them players from Golden State and OKC, man, they kick it in the offseason. There was no enemy there in that situation. When LeBron James was going against Boston, Boston, they wasn't with all that buddy-buddy stuff on the court. They ain't even barely trying to shake your hand. Man, we finna hoop, bro. It ain't all about that, what's up, what's up, man? Nah, bro, I ain't trying to hear that. Offseason, I ain't trying to hoop with you. That's why I love Giannis. Giannis is one player, man, who had all the invites. You know the only invite that he, he took? The Mamba. Because he wanted that mentality. I'm not trying to be your friend. I'm not trying to hang out in the offseason. And I'm not trying to work out in the offseason with you. Why would I go work out and show you all my moves and what I'm trying to do? I want to beat you. That's, that's, that's what competitiveness is, man. I want to beat my rival. When we vacationing, that's fine. But when I cut off my phone line... Because these next eight weeks, I'm not your friend because I'm getting ready for the season. You already know what's up. That Golden State OKC, please, they're buddies. Stop it. Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Chris, but they, they were friends. They were in the drafts together. They hang out. And they wanted to link up. No different from when you at the playground and you pick your best, your buddies, your best friends. Come on, man. Let's get on the court. Let's run these dudes. Be on the court all day. Got the best team. Ain't that what it's about? Getting the best team? Oh, yeah. Sometimes, man, you'll go against your buddies. But when y'all get together, you can't be stopped. The games be a little bit more fierce when y'all going against each other. But sometimes you got to link up to be the super team or a team full of better players. And that's what LeBron did when he went to Miami. And they won two out of four championships. And they had an opportunity to win all of them. But it just didn't pan out. It should have panned out, but it didn't. They came up against the San Antonio Spurs. And it came up against the Dallas series, which was the more logical series that they should have, should have won. But Dirk Nowinski has some very old players on his team. Compared that roster to compare to the Miami roster, that looked like a nail in a coffin. Easy breezy. The Spurs series more. No, I was more that, that that's the Spurs. <laughs> that's the Spurs, man. Kawhi Leonard, Tim Duncan. No, that's the Spurs, bro. But that Dallas team, what happened? We seen players that get paid that money to play look like they were worth it. Dirk Nowinski rose up to a transcending level to lead his team against a four-headed monster. 
four Hall of Famers. Going up against two Hall of Famers. I'm trying to think that team. I think Jason Kidd was on that team. But we're talking about a Jason Kidd that's past his prime. Je- Jason Terry. Come on, man. That look on paper, that looked like that was not even a competition. We talking about the Miami Heat players were in their prime. And once Miami couldn't afford to field the competitive kind of team that LeBron was looking for, he left. You trying to win championships, man. You're not trying to waste your years. And you're not worried about other people saying what's weak and what's not weak. That's why Kevin Durant didn't care about what anybody said. And I'm glad he didn't. And I'm glad he went and got his rings. Unfortunately, Russell Westbrook will probably never be able to get a ring because of his alpha mentality. He refuses to accept roles that are better help a team. That's, and that's his choice. And he seems comfortable with not having a championship. Like he said, you know, it's more life is more important things going on in the world. And that's fine, man. It's nothing wrong with having that opinion. And he's willing to take whatever criticism come to that. Come with that. Kevin Durant, can he lead a Nets team to a championship with a stout Eastern division? No, he can't. Let's answer that easily. No, he cannot. If you put LeBron James on that team, he wouldn't win a championship. The East is tough. You got the defending champions, Milwaukee Bucks. You got Miami Heat, Chicago, Cleveland Cavaliers. No, no, it's not easy. So, no, Kevin Durant most definitely would not win a championship if he don't have a a partner in crime that can help him. That's an easy, easy response. Aaron Rodgers is never going to win another Super Bowl. That's an easy response. See, I'm just being like everybody else. At that moment. Aaron Rodgers is not going to win another Super Bowl until Aaron Rodgers ascends to a transcending level when he's in the playoffs. And stop pointing fingers. Any championship player that has dreams of winning championships, if you have an opportunity, you have to step up. You're paid to step up. If you're the highest paid anything, when you get into the moments, you have to perform. Damian Lillard performed. He proved his worth. If he don't have a team, he don't have a team. If any player that needs to be traded to a op- and get an opportunity to win a ring is Chris Paul. It's Damian Lillard. Because they put in the work. They didn't cheat the game. They didn't cheat their fans. Those are the players that I root for to win championships. And they don't complain. Everywhere Chris Paul went, he's elevated the team. Another amazing player. 
When he went to OKC, my goodness, man. Elevated that team. Kawhi Leonard. That's why I like Kawhi. Man, he went to Toronto. What? Man, who would if anybody can raise their hand thinking that Toronto was finna beat uh Philadelphia that year in that game. I thought the game was over. But what do star players and superstar players do? They hit the biggest shots at the biggest moment. That's why you see them bees start crying. Couldn't believe it. Kawhi wanted the ball in that moment. Dead man look on his face. No expression. Kawhi looked like a, he's like a walking zombie. But he hit that shot and he still didn't show any, any uh, emotion. Because he already knew it was going in. That's called confidence and cockiness. And that's what you need when you're an elite player. That's what you need when you're playing at a high level. Kawhi got the money. Brian got the money. D-Wade had the money. Most of them players that have multiple championships, it ain't about the money no more. Once you, once you, main, once you can attain financial security, it's about now competing for ships. And Kevin Durant, if he has a healthy team and he have the right players around him, he'll be able to lead a team to a championship. Everybody can't do what LeBron James did with that Cleveland team, dude. Jordan, to me, wouldn't have been able to do that, nor Kobe Bryant. That's what makes LeBron James a special, special player. You are held to your championship level play. You're not held with being great in a regular season. No, in no league, whether it's football, all the players saying the same thing. It's about the ring. And for a quarterback, that's such an individual position because you're the one with the ball. They really talk about the thing about having multiple championships, leading your team to multiple championships, being able to uh, elevate your team with multiple championships. See, that don't too much lie on an individual defensive player. And then we can talk about, like I said, who's the greatest player, greatest NFL player. We can talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that today, but we sure can talk about that. We can get into that. But I was just, you know, just observing sports news today and just all this glorified regular season. I'm ready for the playoffs, man. I'm ready for the playoffs. Who cares? Care for dude averaging 60 points a game. You can't step up in the playoffs and do the same thing. Think about Jordan, what made him the GOAT, that the regular season play his average went up in the playoffs. Stop it. <laughs> That's what it's about. Joe Montana in the playoffs, elevated game. Tom Brady, elevated his game. Eli, elevated his game. 
because he still had to make throws. You elevate your game in those moments, man. And when you're going against another great quarterback, it's all about who makes the mistakes. When Brett Favre went against uh, John Elway, it's about who makes the mistakes. Two legendary quarterbacks going at it. Beautiful. Who's going to make the mistake? The one time Aaron Rodgers go against a legendary quarterback, because I, I don't, I don't want to call him. I'm trying to think. I don't recall him going against another elite level quarterback. But once he go, goes up against Tom Brady, you know, remember, a lot of player people say Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback. Oh, man, out of this world arm play. Just talent you ain't never seen. But when he go up against Tom Brady, who had a terrible game, everyone on TV said it, and you couldn't take advantage of that opportunity? And we supposed to believe that you're greater than Tom Brady? Maybe in regular season, maybe through talent alone, but definitely not off pure guts and definitely not off pressure situations because Tom elevates to outer, bo- outer bodily proportions when it's time to get the ball and lead his team to victory. All right, guys, I'm going to end it right there, man. I'm going to show definitely come back at you guys again. I appreciate it. Other than that, you know, like I say, man, you you observe, you analyze, and you have your opinion. Other than that, it don't mean nothing else. Y'all have a blessed day.